Welcome to the Why Not Me podcast, where we share practical life experiences about our real business journey in hopes to inspire and encourage you to dream bigger and believe in yourself. Follow us as we share real life wins and struggles and figure out this whole podcast thing as we go. We have no idea what we're doing, but But we are doing doing it anyway. Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Today on episode 14, uh, we're going to be talking about something that is going to be really, really important to your business. And I think this is something that a lot of people don't think about. Um, It's how to sell without being salesy. Guys, don't be that friend, that like, hey, girl, friend. Um, No one wants that. This is something that can make or break your business and how your friends, families, customers, and potential customers see you and see your business. So let's get into it. Yes, I'm excited. Okay, so we hear this all the time on our team. As you guys know, Veronica and I lead a large team, um, and we have a lot of women that we um, deal with in our business on a day-to-day. And we hear their concerns and their topics, and they tell us a lot that they feel like they're being too salesy. Or we've also heard, I feel like I'm just spamming my customers. Okay, so how can we tackle that? How can we change this? Or what advice would we give to them? Okay, so there is a way to be a direct seller or someone who sells a product without being yucky. Okay, (laughs) there's a way guys, there's a way. Okay, I know for me personally that it's taken time, and I will say that again, time to figure out how to sell without being salesy or coming across this way, but it is true. And um, it's what people really are genuinely looking for. And that's what we hope to give you today in this episode. Um, So I have a few tips for you when it comes to this specific topic. Okay. And the first one being is do not sell, but share. Okay. And you've heard us talk about this before. This is kind of a common theme without throughout our podcast, because it's true. If you are providing value, your customers are going to appreciate you for that, okay? And this is something that we learned through through years of direct sales. We weren't providing value when we first started. We were just trying to learn about the products and, hey, this is the magical lipstick and this is what it does. And just being like, if you want one, here are all the shades. Like we weren't really thinking on how it could benefit them. Like, are you a nurse? Do you wear a mask all day? Do you want a, a lipstick that is smudge proof? Okay, that's kind of changing the way we think, right? But when you're sharing something that you genuinely care about, um, or should I say care about their concerns and how your product can help them, they're not going to get that grossed out, yucky kind of feeling because they see that you're being genuine and wanting to address their concerns. Okay. So my thought here is be a problem solver. How can you solve their problems? Okay. When you're sharing from a place of service or from your heart, people start to respect that, okay? So you don't just get respect, that's something that you earn and you're gonna gain that when you're being you, okay? And your customers are willing to hear you out and listen to what you have to say or what you're sharing because they're not starting to feel as if you just want the sale or that you're just in it for the money, but that you genuinely care for them. So it might not be the way you you typically think, but start to change that mindset. It really is a mindset mindset shift, okay, guys? Um, Now, I'm sure as we're talking about this, you can think of two different people, okay? Two people come to your mind. 
there's a girl on Facebook, right, that you know, who is constantly posting buy this or buy that, or she's posting pictures of things, but never actually shows her face, right? There's those kind of people. Or worse, they're messaging you nonstop when you showed interest in a product, okay? <laughs> so you're like, I really like this, asking some questions. And they're like, do you want to buy it? Here's all the questions, like jumping on that person, okay? Don't do that. That is yucky, guys, okay? That leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yes. Talking about <laughs> okay? But then you might be following another girl or guy on TikTok or Instagram who's showing, for instance, their pink drink. Okay, you guys may have heard of the pink drink before or a magical solution for gut health. And they're sharing how it has helped her overall health, right? And how it's positively impacted her mood. She had digestive issues maybe that are now fixed and she's back to being her again. So that's a little bit of a different approach, okay? She's sharing something that has worked for her and could solve a problem for someone who's really going through through issues and maybe really bad stomach issues or whatever the case may be. But that's a little bit different than going on there and just shouting, buy this, buy this, this is what's for sale, here's my link. Try not to do that as much, okay? Um, and if you are in direct sales, ladies and gentlemen, this is the approach that you want to be taking. It's just stop selling and share more, okay? And with that being real and genuine in you. Yeah, I love that. Being genuine is super important. So how can we do this? How can we share and help people get to know us? Remember, people buy people, not things. Why do you think people are so invested in reality TV or celebrities? You feel like you know them. You've gotten a glimpse in their life, right? You know what they do, what gym they go to, what diets they eat, the drama in their lives. So when a celebrity goes, I use this skincare, it sells out. And you don't even know them. It's because we, as consumers and as people who are watching, um, we feel like we know them. So when they tell us this is really great, we believe that it's really great, okay? So how can we let people get to know us, get a little glimpse into who we are. So first we talked about this on a previous episode. This is exactly where that like, no trust factor comes into play. When your followers or your family, friends, customers, potential customers feel like they really know you, they have that glimpse into your life, they trust what you tell them. So when you share about something, they believe that it's really something that you're passionate about. Okay. Um, and the difference in something we kind of say a lot in direct sales is a lot of times these celebrities, when they share products, they're not actually using the product <laughs> versus us right. in direct sales. Most of the, the biggest reason why we joined whatever we joined or decided to start a business in our respective direct selling companies is because we tried and fell in love with the product. It made a difference in our life, in our health in our appearance, in whatever it is, right? So we genuinely have this passion. So it's important to share that passion. Let people know you're you're really wanting to take you before you started these products, right? You want to find that person and say, hey, this is how this has benefited my life. This is how it helped with my health. This is how it helped me build confidence. This is how it helped transform my skin. And now I want to share that with all of you, okay? And the biggest way to do that is to be a product of the product. You gotta use what you're selling because if you don't, how do you know the benefits it offers? I 
you know, there are people that join direct sales that have never tried the product once. They're like, I want to do it. Let me do it. And that's great. And they can fall in love with the product, but it's easier when it's something you already love because it's so easy for you to talk about what it is, how it benefits you. And when people see you using it day to day, whether it's a protein shake or a workout program or skincare, whatever it is, you're using it. So you are a product of the product. You're not just saying, buy this, buy this. You're saying, I'm obsessed with this. Just like you would tell your friend, oh my God, you got to go to Target. They're having a sale on this. I'm obsessed. I bought this tumbler. I love it. You got to go get it. You're doing the same thing because it's something that you found that you love and you just want to share share your life. Okay. You don't have to tell people the nitty or gritty. You don't have to tell them if you're having trouble in your marriage or, you know, your kids driving you nuts, you don't have to show your kids or anything, but share your life, share your other passions, share your day to day. It's okay to talk about your kids driving you nuts. You don't have to show your kids, right? Some people are really passionate about, they do not want their kids on social media. That's totally fine, but you can still give people a glimpse into your life. We all think our lives are boring because we live it, but people want to hear what we're doing. They want to hear, people love my car. I do something called car line chats. I'm in the car line waiting to pick up my kid and you're waiting forever. And you might as well just pop on and tell a funny story or talk about something fun that's going on. So share glimpses of your life so people get to know who you are, okay? Um, Share your other passions, like I said. If you're passionate about, like, Jess loves organization. She's super organized. She loves finding ways to better organize, you know, her life, her home. Share that stuff. People love that. If there's a book that you just read that you love, share about that. Um, You know, you you want to get people to get to know you, um, which is really important. And remember, think about passively selling, right? You're not selling, you're sharing. Do you use your product every day, right? The way you cannot be salesy, there's two different things you can do. You can go on and show your product and be like, this is product X, buy it. Here's the link in my bio. Or, mm-hmm. or you can do a quick video or go live talking about the crazy thing your kid did um, or some weird situation you were put in while using the product, while mixing that pink drink into some water, while doing your makeup. You're not talking about the product and saying, buy, buy, buy my, buy for me. You need this, you know, trying to get the sale. You're passively showing what you're using because you're already using it in your daily life, right? One thing we always hear is I don't have time. I don't have time to go live. I don't have time. I can't do this. Are you doing like Justin and I are in, you know, makeup, skincare, You're doing your makeup in the morning, right? Aren't you already doing that? Are you someone that does your makeup in the car right before you walk into work because you didn't have time? Your kids were driving you nuts. You were late dropping them off. Pop on and talk about, am I the only one whose kids take 12 years to eat their breakfast or get dressed for the day? I'm always late. And now I'm sitting down here at five minutes before work. Let me throw on a quick face, right? Things like that is sharing your product passively without being in their face, asking them to buy something from you. Okay. They're seeing what you're using. You know how many times I've gone live to vent about something and I'm just happy to be doing my makeup or doing my skincare. I get, what is that? Oh my gosh. What's that eye cream you're using? That's, that looks amazing. What is it? And I didn't even have to say, Hey, this is what this is. Buy it from me. Okay. Um, and again, like just said, how can this help someone? All right. So There's a difference between trying to get a sale and trying to share something with other people. 
So something that I do to myself every time I'm going to go live to talk about a product, instead of thinking, oh, I hope I get sales from this live or this video or this TikTok or this reel, I try and think, how can this benefit someone else? What am I about to share? What problem does this solve for someone else? Because it's solved that problem for you. Okay. So when you're sharing it, provide that value. Say, hey, who can this product help? This one, I don't know, this skincare has transformed my skin. It's so much better. I struggled with my skin before. It is healthy. It is glowing. And I want other people who were struggling with being insecure about their skin or would never go outside without makeup. I want them to feel confident in their skin that they can go out, run errands, and not be ashamed of what their skin looks like. I want someone else to feel how I feel, how this product has made my gut healthier, how I don't have tummy issues anymore, right? Uh, you share it that way. Share about how it can benefit other people. We all have problems, okay, that we need solving. You, no matter what direct sales company you are with, you have a solution to someone's problem. And if you shift your, we're talking about mindset again, if you shift your mindset into saying, how can this help somebody else? You're sharing that value versus saying, I'm just going to go on and talk about this product and its ingredients and say, here's a link in my bio, right? People scroll right past. They don't want to hear it. it they just don't want to hear it. Um, and the last thing I'll talk about too is going into providing that value, right? You could be like, hey, this brand new contour stick came out, buy it. Or can you go on and say, hey, I don't know about you guys, but contour always scared me to death. I always felt like I looked like I had dirt on my face. <laughs> I don't know how to do it, but this is what I learned. I watched a YouTube video or I watched a training and I learned how easy contouring can be. So I'm going to share with you the tips I learned. So now I'm a little bit less scared of contouring, right? Look at, look at the different feel that you get between those two. One is just bye, bye, bye. The other one is I learned how to do this. I was scared before. Now I want you to be less scared about this. Here's the solution. Here's how I can help you learn how to use this and use it properly. When you add that value and you teach people techniques or you teach people the benefits of that gut health, whatever, they find that value, they feel that value, and they feel that genuineness, right? People can read that fake. So getting them into your life, showing them how you use it on the daily life, how it's benefited you, that's how you can help people get to know you. And you're incorporating your product that you love and that you're passionate about versus just saying, buy from me, buy from me, being that hey girl that's like, hey girl, I haven't talked to you since uh, high school. It's been like 25 years, but you want to buy my product? I can't even tell you how many messages I've gotten from people that are like, hey, I sell this product. It would be perfect for you. And it's something that I would never use. And it has nothing to do with me, right? So when you do those little things by adding value and sharing with people and, and being focused on helping other people solve their problems versus trying to get to sale, get a sale, your whole world is going to change and the way people respond to what you're sharing is going to change. A hundred percent. And um, yes, no cold messaging. Please. Yes, please. So don't, that's icky. Take one thing away. No cold messaging guys. Um, but a hundred percent, the passive sharing of the products is huge. Yes. Like exactly the, the examples that Veronica had given, or even if like 
yesterday I was going into work. I had five minutes to do a face. It's like, go on, do a quick little face, but talk about something else. Yeah. Okay. So they're seeing, and you're almost, you're creating a curiosity. Yeah. Um, and again, creating that no like, and trust factor, which if you guys haven't listened, we have an episode dedicated just to this. Yeah. So if you're kind of struggling in this category, go hop onto that episode after, um, but when I trust the person that I'm buying from, yes. I am likely to take their recommendation. Exactly. Okay? And just to touch real quick, this just popped in my mind. Sorry, Jess, to throw this on you, but, <laughs> um, t- talking about cold messaging, right? Um, listen, do what you feel is best for your business. You, I've heard a lot of people say like, get a hundred no's, right? There's this thing going around. That's like just cold message everyone because out of those one in 10 people will say yes. So message a hundred people, right? that may work for some people. I, that's not the way that I train my team. I think that is awful because, okay, part of what we do is the long game. Let's, that it's true. It's building that relationship. It's building that like no trust factor that can happen with one person immediately. And that can take time for other people to build. Okay. So if you cold message people, we're in a world of direct sales, direct sales, MLMs, they're huge now. You know, at least half your friends on Facebook or half your feed is someone in an MLM. They're selling bags or they're selling makeup or skincare or diet drinks or gut health or workout programs or Tupperware. Or that, that's all you see, right? If you message 100 people that you're friends with on Facebook and you're like, hey, girl, hey, haven't talked to you for 25 years. I use this example, but join my VIP group. Or, hey, buy this for me, right? Boom, done. You close that door. You know how many messages people get and posts they see? That shuts them off completely. They're like, you know what? Excuse me. You haven't talked to me in how long, and now you want me to buy from you? Go kick rocks, you know? Versus you taking the time to build that relationship, engage with them on social media, reach out to them genuinely and say, you know what? I haven't talked to her in a while. I really think that she would like what I have. I know she's also a single mama and she doesn't have time for herself. I would look, I know this could help build her confidence, but I haven't talked to her forever. Let me just reach out and say, Hey, take time to build that conversation. People automatically assume, okay, I know she's in a direct sales company. So they automatically think if we reach out to them, we're trying to get a sale, especially if you haven't talked to a person ever or for a long time. But if you show them you generally care about how they're doing, how their family is doing, comment and like things on their pages, um, they're going to see that you're not just trying to get a sale. And if it naturally comes up in conversation when you're asking, what are they up to? Oh, I'm doing this. This is what I do for work. What do you do? Oh, actually, this is crazy. I started doing this. I, I fell in love with this product and I started selling it. Like I never thought that I would go from nursing to this. But I love it. Boom. And leave it there. Don't start with a, but if you want to join my group, people don't understand. So as you passively start getting to know this person genuinely, don't do it in a fake way, guys. If, if you don't care, you don't give a crap about the person, don't do it. This is not your way to go. But if you genuinely want to build that relationship, they're going to start to see what you're doing. They're going to start to see your stories and your lives and all the things that you're sharing. And they're going to naturally be interested in what you have because they knew you were not that hey girl, hey person reaching out to them out of the blue. So where you you would have had one in 10 people that say yes, you have the potential of having 10 people that are going to say yes because you took the time to let them know they're not just a number, they're not just a sale, and you want to share what's going to benefit them, a product that they may like and fall in love with down the line. Naturally, 
versus you trying to shove something down their throat. I know I would rather take a couple of years, build that relationship, build that trust with the customer, and then add value and solve one of their problems versus one person that maybe will say yes to me. But then I had, I totally burned the bridge with all the other people. Right. And at the end of the day, this is a relationship building business. Yes. That's what direct mm -hmm. is. And are you building relationships? Yeah. Okay. That is so important. And I loved that you, you kind of put that in there. Yeah. Again because <laughs> it's key. Yes. And that really gives off that whole salesy vibe when you're doing that. And mm -hmm. that is not what we're trying to create. Absolutely. Okay. So let's switch our focus just a little bit now. How can we dive deeper into this topic about selling without being salesy? My question for you is, have you ever heard of the term niche? Okay. I didn't know about niches or niching down is another term until I started in direct sales and even attended some of our conferences. Okay. But this is a super helpful tool or direction, if you want to call it that, to take your business in. If you feel like when you post or share a product um, that you might not be reaching the ideal person you want to, right? So for instance, let me give you an example. Um, you share makeup online, right? And half of your followers are men. Is that really the right <laughs> space, right? Now, of course, you're reaching women too. But you may want to hone in on a niche audience, okay? So hear me out here. So simply put, this is when a business promotes their product or services to a small specific group um, that has a well-defined audience, okay? So this is a great thing to start doing by focusing on a specific group of people who can benefit, and I'm going to say benefit from your products. Again, service mindset, right? So Veronica and I, we sell makeup and skincare. You guys know this by now. And our target audience is women, right? But that's very broad. All right. So let's break it down a little bit and get more specific. Mm -hmm. What about busy mamas who are looking for simple and quick makeup routines? Okay. That's a little bit more narrowed down, right? Or women in the workforce looking for application tips and makeup that last during their long, busy workdays right? That's a little bit more specific. And then you can ask yourself, well, where, where do these people hang out? Are they too busy for Instagram? <laughs> are they on Facebook? Where are they? Because that's kind of where you can um, broaden your focus as well. But I want you to take some time to think about what you sell. And again, who you want to benefit from that, right? Whether again, it's makeup, it's, it's jewelry, it's, um, if you're into cooking, there's so many cooking things out, out there, whether it's pampered chef or simply tasteful, or I'm not even sure I'm saying that right. <laughs> uh, but are you targeting the people that are cooking? You know what I mean? Like uh, focusing in, um, is it men that you're trying to reach women, grandparents, moms, you have to break that down and figure out what that person is like, what, who's your avatar, right? Create an avatar um, of who is buying your products and who you're trying to um, help, right? We say that a lot, but what figure out what things interest them so that you can better then communicate with these customers or even better yet, potential customers. So it's kind of like hanging out where they're hanging out and getting to know them better. And um, I think by doing that, ultimately you will attract um, their loyalty, their trust, um, because you, again, are focusing on what matters to them. Um, and helping them come up with solutions that fix their problems. 
So kind of niching down and narrowing down your focus. And again, that takes time to kind of think about. And I always kind of switch my niche. Who am I targeting? But for me specifically, it's it's busy moms that really want that quick, fast makeup um, tip or tutorial or how can I do this or look more awake, right? Moms are always tired. So it's like we have this magical eye cream that makes you look awake while hydrating. Those are the things that you want to be sharing, but you also want to find out where they are and how you can reach them. Um, niche is a topic that we could definitely dive into more. This is so superficial, um, and we will definitely probably touch on that in a future episode. But what, what we're really trying to say here is just focus on who you're serving and how you can offer them help. Again, very big theme in today's episode. Um, and when you start doing that, your business will grow. You're going to start to see sales coming in, and it's because you're being genuine and authentic. Uh, but my question for you is take some time this week or today and think who actually is your ideal customer. Okay. And even better, are you actually reaching them? Because if you're not, this is the time to kind of think how you can do that and make some adjustments because we're constantly improving our businesses um, for the better and trying to really help people in the long, in the long run. Yeah. I love that. And if you're struggling with niche, like how do I find my niche? I don't know. An easy way to figure it out is you before you found the solution to your problem. That's your niche. That person is your niche. Um, so if you're like, I love so many things, I don't know what it is. Well, think about who you were a year ago, three years ago, five years ago, right? Um, and another thing that I want to share, because y'all know I like being honest, is for a long time and still a little bit now, niche scares me, right? Because our minds, again, this goes back to mindset, is sometimes we have the scarcity mindset. So if I say, okay, my niche is um, divorced single mamas in their late 30s who don't have time and need something quick and easy, but something that also is going to help boost their confidence because they've been through a lot of crap, right? That's really, really specific. And in my mind, I was like, but I want to reach everyone who will listen to me. Why am I going to narrow myself to a small group of people when I could be reaching everyone, right? But that actually comes naturally. You're focusing on your ideal person. And like I said, most of the time it's you before. Um, but while you're doing that, you're going to naturally attract other people that aren't divorced single mamas in their late thirties, right? <laughs> you're going to attract everyone because you are just doing your thing and you're, you're adding value and you're being who you are and you're sharing what you're sharing. It's going to happen naturally. So don't be afraid of finding niche. Sometimes you think you found your niche or you found one and it changes and it's always okay to change it as well. So don't be afraid of it. And if you're struggling, just really break it down and think about what you're passionate about. And guys, your niche could be something that's not your product. It could be something totally different, but it's part of your life. So you can share that niche or what you love and you're, you know, that ideal kind of person. Um, while you're using your product and how you incorporate that into what you love. Um, so let's talk about being authentic. <laughs> We've talked about this before in a couple episodes. Um, again, like I said before, people buy from people. Be real, be authentic. People can read fake. I say this all the time. People can read fake, okay? Most of us that are listening are in some sort of direct sales company, okay? 
And a lot of times we have a multitude of product, okay? Some have one, right? Some have a lot of things. Hair care, skin care, body care, makeup, all this stuff, right? It's okay to not like every single product that your company has to offer, right? So just because a, a product is there doesn't mean you have to share it if you don't like it, okay? I love my company. I use the products head to toe. Literally everything that I use <laughs> is from our company. But there are some things that I'm like, man, it's all right. I don't really use it. It's okay. It's not for me. I don't share it. I'm not going to hold something up and say, this is amazing. I use this every single day. Buy this. No, because I don't use it. And people can read that. People see, especially if you're present, like you should be in your business, in your stories, going live, sharing about who you are. If you don't use it, you don't use it. Don't share about it. It is okay to not share about things you don't use. And that's part of being authentic. Again, it's solving a problem. If it doesn't solve a problem for you, you can talk about it. I've done so many times and I've heard from customers. They're like, I love how real you are. I'll be like, so there's this. So if you're someone who struggles from X, Y, and Z, I mean, I don't really use it. I've tried it for you guys. It's not something that I use because I don't struggle with this, but if you struggle with X, Y, and Z, this could work. These could be awesome for you. Give it a shot. This is what I know someone else has used it for. and It's helped with their problem. But if it's something I'm not crazy about, I just don't share. And that's part of being authentic. It's more important to be who you are and be honest with what you love and your passion versus, again, just trying to get the sale. So being who you are is important. We talked about this a little bit more as well. Sometimes we try and be someone we're not. We feel like we need to be perfect or uh, be speak a certain way or act a certain way. When I first started this business, I felt like I could. there was no way I could go on without makeup on or I had to always be looking cute and my hair always had to be done. That's not me. I'm a t-shirt and jeans kind of girl. Half the time I'm not wearing makeup. My hair's a hot mess. <laughs> I haven't washed it in a week. That's what I show now. I stopped trying to be someone that I wasn't. I'm not, I don't dress up every day. Your girl do not, do not wear heels. Give me jeans and a t-shirt and some sneakers. I'm good to go. That is what I show. I'm honest about my faults. I'm honest about my, my shortcomings versus trying to be this perfect person. No one wants to see that. No one can relate to that. So by you being real, authentic and, authentic and sharing what you really do love and the products that you really do use, being a product of the product, that's how people, again, start to trust you. So it is so, so important. Find who you are. You may not know who you are right now, but just be you. And, and this has been a common theme as we've gone through this podcast, but it is so important to just be your authentic self. You may think you're clumsy, or I call myself like a certified hot mess express. I'm a squirrel. I swear I have undiagnosed ADD. I like talk about 12 things in one sentence, if you can't tell already, but it's who I am. And, and people are really drawn to that because I, I'm a little bit of a comedy show on top of trying to just navigate my life as a single mom and share products that I love. And I, and I think, and what I've heard is that's what draws people to me because I am real, because I'm not trying to be what I'm not, because I'm not going to be dishonest about something. Um, and just say, I like it just to try and get a sale. I'm like, listen, I'm not crazy about this. You may like this color. 
but it looks awful on my skin tone. But if you have this skin tone, this could work for you, girl. So let me send you a picture of someone else who has that on because it ain't going to be me. <laughs> you know, so there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I really want to encourage you guys to focus on being a little bit more you, right? All aspects of who you are, the good, the bad, the hot mess, the, you know, saying the wrong thing, the not being perfect, just share it because when people feel that genuineness in you, and again, when you engage with people and you build relationships, when it's coming from a genuine place, um, people can feel that people, you know, there's something we have that little gut, right? Our gut tells us like, there's something off about this person. I don't know about this. Um, and then our gut also tells us, wow, like I really like, there's something about this person that I really like and I want to learn more and I want to listen to what he or she has to say because they can feel that genuine part of you coming through because you're being who you are at your core. Yeah, I love that. And I've, I've honestly caught myself recently in the past, well, com comparing myself to the past, mm -hmm. I would do Instagram stories. And I want it to be perfect. And I and then I would say, oh, well, I sounded weird there or I skipped on my word. So we're going to delete that. And recently I've caught myself saying, oh, you stumbled. It's okay. Make fun of yourself. Yeah. Just do it. And like I'm, I'm keeping all the things that make me a little bit unique or maybe where I like I'm, I'm have flaws, right? Yeah. Because people have flaws and leaving it there and making fun of myself. And that's just being genuine being genuine. So yeah, um, I'll, I'll give a, a good example too. The other day I was, um, there was a new product that came out. It was this blush. Well, not the other day. It was like a month ago and I was so excited to try it. And I went on live and I put way too much and I legit looked like a clown. I didn't realize how pigmented it was. <laughs> and I was like, Oh God, the old me would have deleted the whole, I would stop the live. I would have deleted it. I'm like, no, I'm doing this over. But People ate it up. They loved it. They laughed with me. And I was like, so like I say, the products are super pigmented. A little goes a long way. And it was like a joke in, you know, my little VIP group. And then I did the other side the right way. Um, same thing with liner. I can't do a wing liner for the life of me. I've tried all the little tricks and hacks. I need to practice it more. But when I do show off things, um, I attempt to do it. And people laugh with me because I struggle so bad. And that's just who I am. I don't try and pretend that I know what I'm doing. I'm just like, listen, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to try it. It may not come out okay. I mean, I've wiped it off in the middle of a live just because it's not, you know, it's just like it didn't go well. But again, that's part of it. It's fun. People want to see that realness in you. I don't know if that's a word, but um, that's what they're going to relate to. People are going to look at that and be like, oh, okay, good. You know, she sells makeup. She don't know how to do liner i don't either so that makes her more relatable that's like okay good so it's okay that i don't know how to do this like let's try and learn together like let's figure this out together because i don't know how to do it and just sharing those little imperfect parts of you versus trying to hide them um is so so important um to get people just to get a sense of who you are and what's most important is make them feel included make them feel like just because you don't know how to do a wing liner doesn't mean you're not a girl. There's something wrong with you. Who doesn't know how to do that? No, it makes them feel like, okay, good. I'm not alone. Yeah, I love that. And also, not only that, it also helps you to stand out yes. because you are being uniquely you and you're not being that cookie cutter person that a lot of people kind of appear to be. You're mm -hmm. being you and people are drawn to that. Yeah. Um, so I really love this episode. Yeah. I love diving <laughs> into these episodes 
if you guys don't know, and I think we've said this before, but Veronica and I like talk about topics, but we do not talk about what we're going to talk about when yeah. we come on. So it's always fun to hear what she has to say <laughs> and like how, how it kind of meshes so well mm -hmm. together. Um, but we really do truly hope that you guys found uh, this episode to be helpful. Yes. Um, when we created this, this podcast, the whole vision was to provide value to you guys as our listeners um, in teaching through our experiences. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we really are talking from our heart and things that we went through. And again, the things that we wish we knew ahead of time. And had I had a podcast like this, I feel like I would have even been in a better place in my business, starting my business, mm -hmm. knowing all the things, what to expect and kind of, um, again, just to be you, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, so I'm going to end this episode with five little quick tips to help you switch from having that salesy mindset to being a great social seller. And guys, that's what we want to be, a great social seller. That's what we're doing. We're sharing what we love, right? Okay, so first tip. These are really quick and easy. You guys can take these home with you. Believe in what it is you're selling, okay? And Veronica said this before, but if you don't wear the product, how are your customers going to trust you, okay? So you want to be a product of that product. Again, be honest. If you don't like all the products, that's fine. But if you're not wearing the products or taking the products or using the products, why are you even selling them in the first place, yep. right? Two, know who you are selling to, okay? So find your niche and focus on a target audience or at least start incorporating and kind of narrowing down your focus. Three, focus on serving and not selling, okay? Make it about them, okay? Make it about them. Four, Make it a conversation, okay? So get to know your customers so they can know, like, and trust you. Yes, we will continue to say this. <laughs> and lastly, number five, be real. And do not afraid to put, be afraid to put yourself out there, okay? Your true self is what people are attracted to. They're not attracted to this fake image or this fake person. They, again, they can read fake. They know and like and trust you, and they want to see you in everything that you do. Um, so friends get out there and start selling the right way. Right. Yep. And I promise you that your business will see the growth that you've been desiring all along. Okay. We want to get to know you guys better as always. And we actually want to know what kind of product or service that you're selling. Not everybody on here sells makeup and skincare. Yep. So we would love to know. We like to connect with our listeners, know who actually is listening in and what service you're offering. Like that truly interests us and yeah. we want to know. So you guys can A, reach out to us on social media. You'll find us both um, in, the, in the comments or, or uh, description. We will post our Instagram handles. But you can email us if you want to chat there at the why not me podcast show at gmail.com. Of course, we want to hear from you and connect with you. Uh, we appreciate you guys uh, for tuning in today and listening. And we hope you took something out of it. Yeah. So until next time. Bye. bye. If you found value in this episode, it would mean the world to us if you would follow our channel, leave a review, or share this episode with a friend. Remember, we are going to believe in you until you believe in yourself. So say it with us. Why, Why not me? me?